Supplies and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's on this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwamela Sports Talk. We are live. It is Friday. It's the last day, weekday. For the Arizona Cardinals play. Yes. And New England. New England play Saturday. They Friday, play the Chiefs Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Tomorrow. Um, I already have my picks, but I'll go over them again sometime during the show. 888-346-9144. That is the number to call in to be part of the show. Although, although, I get the number out. I do the blogs. I do the, I do the social media. People say they want to call in, but they're afraid to call in. Why? Why are they scared? I know. they stupid. Don't be scared. Most people still be scared of this, man. Most it's it's a lot of heat in here. Trust me. It's a lot well, you of know heat, what? but you can't be scared to touch it now. Well, I'm not a... <laughs> <laughs> the engineer is scary, too. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot in there, too. It, well, here we go. Let's get, let's, let's get on the show. We, uh, we'll, we'll initially talk about the uh, Chip Kelly situation, get another job, um, and Caldwell keeping his job in Detroit. I think that's a good... Uh, I mean, unless there's any another coach out there they can come in and put the pieces together right away for the Detroit. You look at the Detroit Lions and you think that team should be a consistent stay as far as consistent winners, I should say. I mean, you look at what they have over there, personnel, and you wonder why they can't win. And that's always been you put Detroit with average. When I think about Detroit, I think about an average football team with a lot of talent. I believe they're above average when they're healthy. That was the biggest key this season that fell off for – the former NFC North champs um, coming out the prior last season. So they still had a talent. They still had the leadership there. It's just honestly keeping Matt Stafford, Calvin Johnson, your big players, your defense healthy um, for over the season. I think that's what Caldwell ran into um, throughout this season. And even though they took a lot of loss, a lot more losses than, you know, the prior year before, of course, but those games they were in were so close. You remember the Hail Mary game? They can't the win one them, though. we can speak yeah. on was the Hail Mary game. They had the game one, and Aaron Rodgers flipped it over to uh, tight end Rodgers. So um, that's how that one ended. And they had a couple games like that where they lost it in the end or, you know, they but just didn't the have Detroit a great Lions second half. can't find a way to win those games. They just weren't they healthy. I game. mean, for yeah, one— There's not a lot of teams healthy in the NFL, so I don't use health. Well, for the, I'm going over the history of Detroit Lions. They came out— Oh, the history. I don't yeah, want to talk about the history. I'm going on the history. We ain't got, a, we ain't got enough time for that. Because they have a lot of talent over there. They have They've always had some talent, of the best right. talent there. But I'm going over, overall, when you think of Detroit Lions, you think they'd be mediocre. They'd be 500 team. But then mm-hmm. you wonder why. And if they get in the playoffs, it's because the conference they're in, or the conference they're in, is weak. 
Mm-hmm. You're looking for Minnesota to be weak. You're looking for Green Bay to be weak. You're looking for the uh, Chicago Bears to be weak. And, men- and then you find, oh, well, this might be the year for the Detroit Lions. But they have so much talent. So injuries, I don't, I, when, I, when I talk football and injuries, they don't equate with me when, I was, when I'm trying to say how a team had bad luck. I was on a team with 4-12 and 12, twice, and all we had was injuries. We played hard, but we had injuries. Right. But you know what? Everybody else in the league had injuries too. It was something we couldn't do, and that was get over the hump to be a 500 team. That get over the hump too, and it wasn't that that it wasn't that the division was weak. That was the NFC East. We was playing Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. I agree. Washington Redskins. No, I I agree to an extent. I mean, that's what got Detroit this season. I'm I'm gonna tell you now, they couldn't bounce back from those injuries. Not not only that. Do you remember the first like their first five games of the season? Because remember they started the season off what like zero and four, zero and five. Yeah, which, which was amazing. <clears throat> it was it was crazy because see the season prior to that, Detroit was rolling. They they almost won a division. Remember this, they they took a loss at Green Bay in the playoffs, right? They couldn't get over the catch or not catch. They couldn't get over that. Situation. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they won the division. They had a home game against Dallas. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't. Right. I guess well, what, well, going the, into the season, I mean, yeah. The powers to be have a little bit to say something, but you can control that by your play on the field. Because we'll talk about, we'll look at a team and, and watch a game and say, oh, that's a conspiracy. They want this team to win. But those guys can control a lot of that on the football field. Mm-hmm. So that's, that. well, I mean, they had a Carwell gets to keep his job. And like I said. He should. He, I, I agree. He just won a division. He had an offseason. Honestly, going 7-9 and nine in Detroit. <laughs> that's see, better than where they've been see, before. That's how losers talk. That's not losers. It's that's just losers we, talk we're, like that. We're still growing. We're still growing. They're still growing organizations. They're still a growing team of what they have right now in their locker room, their chemistry. I believe you don't get, know if Calvin Johnson gonna be there or not. You talking about retirement? Talking about him being traded? He's not. If you trade him, you, you you're gonna look bad. You better let him retire, and it'll be good if he retire. It's just like if Kobe retired right now, it'd be good if Kobe retired from Lakers so they can get some players in there. If if the Megatron, Calvin Johnson, retires, then that frees up a lot of money for them to go out to get some things. I'm talking about the existence of the Detroit Lions. You could come off a championship or a conference and go and have a playoff and lose, but can you build off that? A lot of teams, they don't build off their winnings. They talk, what was me? They talk, 79 is good for us. That, that's how losers talk. I never heard winners talk like that. 79, winners talk, 79, okay, this can never happen again. What are we going to do from here? That's, that's what I know. But, you, but I think we agree on Caldwell keeping his job because hopefully he build off this team. Hopefully he build off what he has over there. And we can, I hope if we don't say this next year. I look right. at the Minnesota Vikings and I'm, and I'm saying hopefully – they build off what they just what happened to them. Hopefully, the Blair Walsh miss chip shot twenty seven yards, something that I know I couldn't do. So I can't critique this guy what's going through his mind. I like to say, well, you should have made that. This is all you got to do is kick, kick the football through the uprights twenty seven yards. You made a forty three yard early. That's me as a fanatic talking, but as a fan, I understand this guy was the reason why we were in a lot of foot, a lot of that game uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And in wild card playoffs, another coach, Chip Kelly. I'm thinking Chip Kelly gets another job immediately. He did. He didn't get power of, uh, you know, he didn't get power of control. He don't have the say so of 
which players come in or which players leave. Uh, well, you know what? He's a coach. He does, but he can be over. He can be superseded. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking who he's who is he's going to get rid of immediately, right away? Because that's what he did in Philadelphia. Well, he doesn't have that control now. Now well, he's, he's a head in coach. San Francisco, and he can just focus on coaching on the players they do have. And he's in San Francisco. Who who can he get rid of? They get rid of themselves. They retire. They they either you know don't come back, don't like the organization. They have nothing. You know they they're not scared to speak out on it. Um, right now, San Francisco is, is pretty blown up, especially you so know coming off. So he has nobody to get rid of. Not, I mean, obviously he has fifty three players he can get. Yeah, rid Yeah, I'm of. talking about somebody significant like a Colin Kaepernick. I said. During the season. No way. He's not getting rid of Kaepernick. No, I know. He shouldn't because I said he this. He shouldn't get rid of Kip- right, Colin I agree. Kaepernick. I said when Colin was benched, playing bad and was benched, I said he should go to Philadelphia. This is what Chip Kelly, who won two divisional championships over there uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles, conference championships, I should say. Right. Or was it divisional? But I said Colin Kaepernick should go over there. He looked like he fit that offense. But when I saw what Chip was doing with key players mm-hmm. or what kind of players he wanted. I'm like, no way will you go there and die and you'll never get another ch- a serious chance to be a starting quarterback. I also say RG3 should have went there, but why would you – I don't need anybody to run. I think Chip Kelly want average players that he can control like he did in college. Uh, I hope he learned this lesson from Philadelphia. Most coaches do, most successful coaches, and he's a successful coach. Let me throw that in. But Most successful coaches learn from their mistakes. It's going to be interesting to see what he does in San Francisco. I was glad um, that um, the Giants, Coughlin, did not take that job. Uh, I think he could get a better job than that. I was glad Hugh Jackson didn't take that job, although I thought Hugh Jackson could get a better job than Cleveland. Hugh Jackson could have been into the Giants' job was open, could have did that. Uh, what, else, what other job? Uh, Tampa Bay was open, but they wanted uh, they wanted the uh, ASU coach Cutler well, not Cutler, but uh, what's his name for ASU? They wanted him to have the job. I got his name right here. But it's interesting to see what uh, Chip Kelly was going to do. Well, I this. thought Miami would be a good um, for Chip spot Kelly? for Hugh Jackson. No, oh. I'm not. You know, I'm not thinking about Chip. Yeah, uh, but you got to talk about Chip on a I sports do. show. I do. I'm not thinking about him, but I do have to talk about him. Um, I. I don't know. I think that's a good situation for Chip Kelly, to be honest. Um, I couldn't see him going to like a Miami or Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, San Francisco is in a spot right now where they're kind of at a restart level anyway. So you still have Kaepernick, you know, who can flourish, hopefully, in that Chip Kelly type offense, who can stand out, be a leader once again. And, you know, it's it's. You got a lot of free agents coming out. Hopefully, you know, the GM gets very aggressive and sits down with Chip Kelly, asking him, you know, what type of players, you know, are you looking for to fit this offense and see who we can bring in. So I think it's a good move to get a Chip Kelly for the 49ers organization because of where they're at right now. Um, and so, we'll see. But he's not you know, experiment. He's not he's a good coach. coach. Not a good, don't get me wrong. Now, Chip Kelly is a great coach. He's just not a great culture holder of a head coach throughout the locker room, you know, representing your team. He did not display that well at all in Philadelphia. But first year going 10-6, making the playoffs, second year winning 10 games, and then it was a downfall from there on. I mean, the guy can coach. He can coach football. It's just there He for knows us. football, but he, don't, right. he doesn't know personnel. Uh, and by that, I mean he, he don't can. know how to talk to grown men. 
He cannot keep a strong culture. You cannot play for a guy you don't believe in. You can't. If you don't believe in a guy, you're not going to play for him. We had this conversation this week during the show. But if you if you don't understand that these, these guys, these grown men have lives and families, you're not just going to play Monopoly with them. You're right. not going to move them around uh, at your leisure and then say you're trying to win football games. You get rid of some of the good guys. The guy I was thinking about in Tampa Bay is Dirk Cutter, who was at ASU, who was the head coach at ASU. Okay. Um, they fired um, um, a guy over in Tampa Bay. Lovey. Lovey Smith. For, because they said he had a relationship with Jameis Winston. That may be the case. But you don't give a coach like Lovey two years to a bad team. This terrible team. Terrible team. They, they were terrible. One in, they were one in 15. They had the number one overall pick last <laughs> season. And Went they, six and ten, and you got a quarterback who's now have will have two head coaches in his second year, within three years, two gotta, head coaches. Got to move on. Can't yeah, you got to move on. on it. Can't keep harping on it, but it, it well, is it a just, bad situation. Just, well, right, it just happened. But right. you, you can you can say the respect factor of uh, Lovey Smith. He deserves. I think any coach, even Chip Kelly, any coach, even the coach in um, what's his name, Mike McCoy, I think it is. Even the coach of San Diego, which he's had this, but you give me four years and make that four-year option. If you see the team getting better in three years, then pick up my option. That way we get over that hump. Don't give me a team or tell me to go to the grocery store without a credit card or with no money. <laughs> I need to be able to bring my players in. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back talk more football. Come let's support talk. Demi Lachey's in the studio. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. It's the first week in January, and that means one thing. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, is headed for some frosty fishing. So gear up for ice fishing and cold weather all species fishing with Dave Mercer from Dave Mercer's Facts of Fishing, the show. Plus, J.P. DeRose from J.P. DeRose Breaking Boundaries, Cat Daddy, and Unpro's Chance Orth. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Brimmer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. 888-346-9144. Kwame Lass, Sports Talk, Jimmy Lachey. Second segment, second quarter. We live. What is it going to take for the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the Denver Broncos? Because Antonio Brown has been ruled out. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger 
his art tour, but he's, he is a drama queen. He like, for everyone know that he's hurt, but then shows up and try to play, which I don't have a problem with, but don't cost your team. Don't right. be a detriment to your team. You got two other quarterbacks over there, one of them being Michael Vick, which I would make the third quarterback. I can't see. Well, I don't know. I can see Michael Vick coming in and giving it a spark, changing it up, but he would be my second quarterback going to this game, or my third quarterback if Ben Roethlisberger would start. He would be my he would be my changeup. He bring bring the lefty in, come and play. But what is the what is it going to take? It's going to take the, a lot. It's going to take a lot. Um, I'm ready to see what Martavius Bryant would bring to the table because that's a showtime. That's their biggest playmaker right there. Or Marcus Wheaton. Um, I like Marcus Wheaton throughout the slot, getting him in a lot of positions and. Uh, you know, getting him to be use his athletic ability by throwing the ball underneath and letting him, you know, do what he does best and get yards after catch. But you know, like you, you also, you know, you also got to throw in D'Angelo Williams not going to be able to go. You also, you know, you already lost Le'Veon Bell, so their running game, whew, it's pretty tough right now for Mike Tomlin. You know, but if anybody can figure it out, figure out a situation in these circumstances, you wouldn't want nobody else other than Mike Tomlin um, in your corner. So. I think, you know, it's going to be a lot of dumping and dinging and, um, you know, a lot. Of, you're going to have a lot of tight end sets because you still have Heath Miller who can still open up the field a little bit against that Denver defense. You know, you just got to get the ball out quick because that pass rush for Denver is going to be coming. Lon Miller, DeMarcus Ware, you know, those guys are ready to go. And, you know, you just got to beat those secondaries, you know, those blitzes. You got to go underneath. So I think that's what it's going to that's what it's going to take. You're going to have Martavius Bryant have to step up to a whole nother level that we have not seen yet before. You got to have Marcus Wheaton step up and make those big time plays, kind of like Antonio Brown did. I think the both underneath. of those guys are very much serviceable. But now, instead of just throwing Antonio Brown and and maybe spelling somebody like a uh, Wheaton, uh, you will have to use both of those guys. Here's what Pittsburgh. Here's what I think, and here's what I say they have to do to win this game or at least be in it in the fourth quarter and find a way to pull it out. You have to run the football effectively. I don't know if D'Angelo Williams is healthy enough to do that. I know he had an ankle injury. But Pittsburgh is predicated on running the football and stopping the run. You have to run the football effectively, keep the ball from Peyton Manning and that offense, which is still explosive under Peyton Manning, even though his, uh, his arm is weakened, his shoulders and neck have issues but he still have a great mind, a great football mind. Keep the ball out of Peyton Manning in that high-power offense hands. Control the clock. Get field goals if it, if it calls to get field goals. Don't try to do anything special. You're on the road. You're playing a, a better team than you right now because of your injuries, but here's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They play with anybody, but they play aggressive football, injuries or not. On defense, stop the run. Stop the run, make them one-dimensional. Then you could put then you could put the ball in Peyton Manning's hand, who cannot sufficiently throw the ball, well, effectively throw the ball down the field with any accuracy these days. Yeah. So that's that's where I see, or how I see the Pittsburgh Steelers beating Denver on the road. And I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game if that takes place, because you're not gonna get in a shootout with them. Because Ben, your arm is not ready. You haven't thrown since the uh, the Cincinnati game, right? And it didn't look too well on that last drive during that Cincinnati game. But also what I like about Pittsburgh chances is how that defense, they create a lot of turnovers. They create a lot of chances for the offense to get the ball back. One particular guy, Ryan Shazier, he's been playing you know, phenomenal the last couple of weeks. 
Uh, I've been waiting on this guy to turn on the juice because coming out of Ohio State, he was a big-time prospect uh, coming into the NFL. But lately, I mean, he's been picking it up as a leader for that defense. I mean, he's getting guys' faces, and he's creating a lot of turnovers. So, you know, Peyton Manning, like you said, you got to test the strength of his arm. You got to, you know, the defense, you got to be able to take a risk and, you know, create something to happen, you know, make a big play. You always hear about that in the red zone. You got to make big plays in the red zone, keep those guys to field goals, and give your offense, you know, more of a chance to kill the clock, to get downfield, and, you know, hopefully put points up. Because once you reach the red zone with the Steelers, I mean, you got Martavius, Brian Wheaton. I mean, they'll find a way to get in the end zone. Uh, we, we both we both have our picks uh, for, the, uh, for that game. Um, I was hesitant, still hesitant. But I picked the uh, Denver Broncos over the, over the Pittsburgh Steelers because of what the Pittsburgh Steelers do not have going into this game. Now, let's move on to the Kansas City. We, we've already picked our picks for the week. We did that yesterday. We did. It could so, be some changes, though. But You're you going to change right now? Well, it could be if somebody got— could be some changes, but— Like, you might want to change the Seattle because Seattle— uh, I'm not changing. We'll get there. We'll yeah, get we'll get that. there. Um, Kansas City, New England Patriots. Here's how. Uh, here's what I see for the um, Kansas City to win this game. Again, same formula. <laughs> Keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hand. Kansas City is a manageable team on offense. They manage the football. You're not. Don't look for anything special. But although they have guys who make plays, but you're on the road. Get a feel for the game early and 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 stay with that plan often. Alex Smith, as we know, great manager of the football. Great manager of a football game. Don't turn the football over on the road. Mm-hmm. It is, it's close to impossible to come back and, or win those games. Uh, defense, just what you've been doing all year on defense. All year. All year on defense. No question. And, and, and that's where I see. Take away New England Patriots' best play, and the game is over. Because off that best play, they run two, two or three different things. Mm-hmm. And if you can't run it, you can't set it up, then you, there's nothing you can fool me with. So this might be... One of the most vanilla games over there, out there, outside of us, anything special or tricky that you throw in the mix in these these type of games. But uh, I think last time they played, the Chiefs won that game, didn't they? Last time they played, I don't think so. I think the Chiefs won that game. I don't think so. But I think the Chiefs win this one. We already we already did that yesterday. We got Doug on the line. Doug, you there? I'm here, baby. Mm, okay. Well, we we were talking. Uh, what is it going to take? We already have our picks for the week, but we were talking about what it's going to take. We went over to the Pittsburgh and the Denver game. What is it going to take for Pittsburgh to win that game? Uh, because we we think we know Denver is the favorite. So what is it going to take for the underdog to win that game? Now we're on the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and New England Patriots. What is it going to take for the, New, the Kansas City Chiefs, who's going into their underdog with the best defense, one of the best defense in the league? What is it going to take for those guys to win that football game? Yeah, I think if KC plays the way they did last week, or uh, I just don't see, I don't see the Patriots getting that game. It's gonna be a close one, either or. But I'm gonna take taking KC on that one. Yeah, and I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that the New England Patriots lost out of two out of three of the last games. I'm not taking account for that. The Patriots had already clinched the AFC, so. They were working out running backs. They end up getting the guy from. Well, they have a uh, Sean Jackson. Uh, what is it? Not the Sean Jackson, but uh, Stephen Jackson. Right. So they had to run him to get him acclimated to the uh, that offense and get his legs back under him because he has been sitting on the shelf uh, this year for a little while. Uh, they also got um, 
What's the guy out of Wisconsin who was with the James White? No, no, no. The, the running back. The running back out of out of Wisconsin. He was he was with the uh, Denver Broncos. Oh yeah, they got the other Wisconsin guy, Monty Ball. Monty Ball. Well, he's not even really listed even on the depth chart. He's not listed. But I'm I'm saying that's why he was working out running backs. So they're bringing in these guys. So I'm not discounting that the New England Patriots lost those two games uh, later in the year. They had already clinched. They had already – their goal has been reached. Clinch the playoffs. Get in the playoffs. Clinch home field throughout the playoffs. Get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Those are the goals of teams who are successful, who teams that win consistently. So they've already done that. So now you bring Steven Jackson in, you may lose those two games, but you're getting this guy's legs up under him, uh, and he's ready for the playoffs. And his first playoff game, because they had a bye week like the Arizona Cardinals, their first playoff game against the Kansas City Chiefs, who's on an 11-game winning streak, who has one of the best defenses in the National Football League, who has about seven pro bowlers on that defense, rightfully so. So, mm-hmm. so what People don't realize New England's beatable. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. And yeah, everybody's ta- talking them up like they're, it's going to be an easy ride. They're a beatable team. Yeah, so, it, it just becomes Casey tougher at home. Play, I, I think you touched on it. Casey has to play pretty much damn near turnover-free and a perfect game. But the way they came out last week, that's the way they needed to play this weekend. Yeah, they can't turn the football over. It's, it's hard to beat any team turning the football over. I don't, I don't care home away. It becomes tougher when you're on the road. Um, you look at what they have in the coaching staff. These guys play Pittsburgh all the time. This is going to be a great chess game between uh, Belichick and um, the um, – what's his name? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Mm. Mm-hmm. With that being I, said, I get all my yeah. coffee in me. With that being said, uh, my, my take on Kansas City having a chance is – I mean, you're right. You got to build out the energy you built last week. Your defense, you know, you got to pressure Brady. You know, these you playing the injured plague, uh, Patriots offense. Uh, don't let any run game get intact at all. Um, let them beat you with with the short pass game. And I think the best people who can guard the short short throw, short passing game is the Kansas City Chiefs because I like their secondary. You know, they take a lot of chances. I like Marcus Peters. As a rookie, he takes a ton of chances. And this is a big-time game. You're going against, a, you know, Super Bowl champs. This ain't Houston. You know, Houston ain't never been there before. This, you know, New England, they've done this. They've done this with injuries, without injuries. You do have, you know, a lot of vets, Chandler Jones, Jamie Collins on that defensive side, uh, Deontay Hightower. So, you know, on that offensive end, you got to find a way to run the football. You know, Travis Kelsey will be tested, you know, as a tight end. Jeremy Macklin will be guarded. You know, Malcolm Brown, or uh, Malcolm Butler, excuse me. Jed, they might not play that game time decision, right? Because they, because I think, oh, he'll play. yeah, Jeremy Mackley, he had a high ankle sprain. Have you played on one of those? No, <laughs> you better not play. It's like on a those. broken leg. <laughs> yeah, it's like a broken ankle. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's a tough way to move for them to move the football because you know they don't have Jamal Charles. I mean, now Davis is a great backup, but like I was saying, this is not Houston. You know, no. New England has the vets. They've been there before. They're the former champs, and you got to have you, you're going against Brady, so you never. Can never bet on it. That's why I choose New England. But in order for you know New England to or Kansas City to win this game, it's definitely for that defensive play. Keep it up. Keep keep balling out on that defense end, on that defensive front for the uh, Chiefs. I think the um, Kansas City game was a the Houston and Kansas City game. Houston was a good warm up for them to get their things uh. intact. But you had to go out there and play. See, here's here's what I like about them playing Houston or playing even in that wild card week. 
is that, um, you know, some teams, it may take a while to get started because you've been sitting for two and a half, three weeks, like the New England Patriots, like the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, but you got to come out fast if you're those teams who have been sitting. you got to come out fast and get that rhythm going immediately because the teams you're about to play, they have been playing. They played last week. Barring any injuries, they, they was ready to go. They running. This is still the season for them. So now you got to mentally get your um, mind back ready to go full speed, get it out of a uh, we clinched the uh, first round by, get it out of that preseason mentality where you're not going to play your guys. Right. Now you was working out guys uh, like Steven Jackson. But New England is used to this. They're used to the bye weeks. They're used to yeah, they being are. at I home, agree, 100%. getting their energy going in the second half. I mean, we've seen the story over and over again, and well, that I don't, don't, I don't them, think it's gonna. That don't mean they gonna win the game. Change. But you, they, 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 they are, they are used. To, <laughs> they're gonna win. They're gonna beat Kansas City. They may be Kansas City, but I got Kansas City winning this game. I got Kansas City winning this game, and it's close. This is through the formula I laid out. Mm-hmm. I got Kansas City winning this game. So if they don't turn the football over, which is tough out there, you you going into a place where. The atmosphere, those fans are going to be out there. If it was zero degrees, I don't even know what the temperature is going to be, but if it was zero degrees, those fans out there are going to be out there in full go. It's not going to be a big problem with the Kansas City Chiefs and cold weather. I don't know if you've ever been to Kansas City in a cold weather football game. They're used to that. They have acclimated to cold weather. But now you're on the road. Now you miss a day of, of practicing. Right. And that in and, and that practice is probably a good walkthrough. But you're missing those days. You're missing those special teams. And problem comes with special teams when you don't get that last day and you got to get on a plane and go somewhere. <laughs> We're going to take our second break. Come back on the third quarter. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk, Demi Lachey. Dougie B is on the line. We'll be right back. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports sports continues to grow and evolve to ever increasing prominence in today's society on all around sports host john inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world including players owners and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today john will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events tune in to all around sports with john inglesby fridays at 1 p.m eastern time 10 a.m pacific on the voice america sports channel Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. (laughs) 
Welcome back, Kwame Lash Sports Talk. Dreamer Lashay, Dougie B's on the line. That, uh, anybody know where that song from? That love music. Night Rider. Night Rider. Night Rider. You, was, you like you won, won a prize, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> what you want? I got some coffee for Man. you. <laughs> get him a water bottle, my goodness. Yeah, we got extra water he, bottles. He even let you get it all out, like Night Rider. <laughs> yeah, I th- <laughs> you thought you won a trip to Cancun. Night Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're not going to talk about Cancun. Wow, what's wrong with Cancun? Oh, nothing's wrong with it, man. It's just, let's just say it was a good time. And there was some contests done where some apparel that I wore was maybe not appropriate. That was That's uh, all the time. Yeah, you 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 got an inappropriate pair all the time. Like, even in your regular clothes, they tight. I thought they were my clothes. <laughs> hey, I'm day, day, uh, Day four, day five on uh, this Avocare 24-day challenge, man. I'm dropping some pounds, feeling good. You, you dropping some pounds? Uh, yeah, lost about five this week. Man, you just didn't drink alcohol, that's all. <laughs> Dad and my Dutch brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to cut all that stuff out. It's hard to cut Dutch brothers out. I know Patricia be killing the Dutch brothers. Um, tried to get me on it. Tried to get me hooked on it. Crack cocaine. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, though, man. With that spark and everything else, I don't, I don't need the coffee. I don't, I don't have any cravings. What have you cut out this year, in the new year? What have you cut out, and you stayed away from it? Um, so far, I haven't had soda or Dutch Brothers, man. And then just eating a lot better. No fast food, just real good stuff. Portion control. What's what's fast food? You got to cut out. Uh, y'all got to cut out uh, Chipotle too. Y'all got to cut out. Well, I cut out fast foods. So I don't do uh, Chick Fil A. Be calling me though. See, if, you th- if you think about it, fast food, I'm talking about McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, all the crap that's not good that's processed meat. Now, Chipotle, I'm good, I'm good with, depending on what you get. You can get the grilled chicken, get a little bit of you know, rice and some of the... And you can get E. coli, too. You can get all that stuff. I'm going to send you something, because you don't know yet. Some people <laughs> just don't know. I'm going to send it to you. You should get it on your phone in a minute. All right, let's get into some football before we bore everybody around the world. Yeah, y'all bored me. Huh? <laughs> well, you. Y'all you, me. Well, I, got, I like canes. I got a bunch I'm of keep canes. my canes. Raising yes. canes? Yes. Yes. I'm going to keep eating my canes. You got to do what you got to do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fast in and out. All fast right. food and in and out. That's, uh, you talking about late at <laughs> night stuff. Is, yeah, is, is Waffle House fast food? Because you can go in there and right, get it Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do y'all consider? No, Waffle House is not fast food. Why not? Because you sit down, man. They cook. <laughs> you are retard. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> there's, there's no I, drive-thru. I apologize, people, for saying that. That is the wrong word to say, but I just picture Demry. Edit that one out. What? I picture Doug when I say oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> God, damn, I apologize, people. Two more games coming up on Sunday. Mm. Uh, we can start with, well, obviously we talked about it earlier, Steelers and the Broncos. You figured, you know, Big Ben has to have a phenomenal game, uh, kind of like a Deshaun Watson type game against uh, their Broncos defense, but we'll see. Um, the big game of the weekend, the most exciting game. I can't wait to see Seattle and the Panthers or Seattle Seahawks. Speak for yourself. And the Carolina Panthers. This what? is the biggest Speak game of the weekend. It's the best game. It's going to be hands down the best game to see if Carolina's the real deal. If they can really handle the pressure of Seattle coming to town. See, and Patricia was still trying get to get you. A, um, still trying to get you a pass. Thank you, Patricia. Well, she, she, she uh-uh. that's Lady P. Yeah, but know what? <laughs> you go cut it off. 
No, I ain't, I ain't that guy. I ain't that type of guy. I don't do stuff like that. I'm just saying. Department, I, department I, don't honestly, do that. I'm excited to see. But you're talking about a big game. Yeah, I mean, me Green, Bay, Green Bay and, and Arizona, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Don't get me wrong. I want to see the ratings between the two. Since you brought it up, not because. I want to see what Carson Palmer's going to do in the playoffs. I want to see. That's why I'm excited His about. playoff win? I want to see what David Johnson, you know, is going to, how he's going to represent the Missouri Valley still. Oh, I want to see that Cardinals, the, the Cardinals. Red Sea. Excuse me. He's representing the Cardinals and his family. Go ahead. Where he from? You wasn't with him shooting in the gym. <laughs> so what I'm saying is. I ain't trying to get half his money neither. <laughs> That's Seattle Seahawks, Carolina Panthers. I chose Seattle. You have the Panthers. Yeah, I do. Doug, you probably got Seattle too, right? No, I'm going with uh, Carolina. Such a fan. A fan of what? Carol- uh, Cam Newton? I'm going with a. It's going to be. I'm not a fan of either team. I'm. I'm. I am. I like to see Carolina. You know, finish off. Get over that hump. I mean, they're going to lose to the Cardinals. Whoever play. Who I don't. Whoever win this game anyway, going to lose to the Cardinals. It doesn't even matter. But you would love to see the. You would love to see a Seattle. Denver would love to see a Seattle Cardinals game. If I can get to the Super Bowl, not playing anybody, put me in the Super Bowl. Let me book my flight. I don't have to play the Seattle to validate my year. I, I play them twice next year anyway. That's true, but it feels that much better to beat your brother. Now, what it if feels you don't, that much better? Carolina. What if you don't beat them and you knew you could have beat Carolina? Because Carolina, I have, want Carolina because of last year. What happened last year? They beat Cardinals, didn't they? Yeah, they beat the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals had Ryan Lindley. Well, we didn't have a we didn't <laughs> have a squad. You didn't even have your backup. No, we had a squad. We didn't have a we didn't have a quarterback. I, I think we lost um, momentum or probably momentum. Yeah. when we lost our quarterback. I'll definitely go with momentum because the juice that that Stanton came in, you know, next man up. That that was for the whole team last year. You know, not just right. at the quarterback position, which is your most significant position, but. Everyone was next man up, and I think they just ran out of that juice <laughs> and at I'm, that time. And I'm talking about these quarterbacks and these kickers like I can do what they can do. I can't do that. Last right, time I right. was able to do something like that was in high school. Barely. No, I did do it in high <laughs> Maybe school. Maybe the quarterback. I was all state. The kicker? I you kicked was an all state kicker. Well, Mark Romero. You, Kwame Lasser, was an all I can no, Google kicker? it right now. Yeah, you you was an all state kicker. No. Okay. I just said that. Well, first of all, you let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> I can get the words out, edge wise. Uh, <laughs> No, Mark Romero was the kicker, field goal wise. But I, you know, he kicking off. It was all you. Yeah, that was him. And then it became me. Oh, okay. Now no, you, you want to Google you that? Go catch me on that. Google me. Uh, I would cuss, but uh, I already said one bad <laughs> word that I shouldn't have said on on air because you know we global. Hey, man. Yeah, watch it now. Watch it. We got kids. I got a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody got many kids that I do. What? But what, uh, what will it take for Carolina to finally get over this hump? They got to play. They got to play a high level offense. They got to play their best offensive game this year and during the regular season. They got the times that times too to, to balance it up because their defense should be okay. Mm-hmm. Their defense, uh, Ron Rivera, and and his uh, defense coordinator, they should be okay. But you can't defensively. You can't give up big plays to. You, we saw how the uh, Seattle Seahawks won that game, and see in uh, Minnesota. It was a big play. It was a busted play that turned into a big play. What, what I don't understand about this, now, if that, if that was a college game, I would say, okay, these guys, uh, that would happen to some kids because they're trying to make a play. But in professional level, when that ball was snapped over Russell Whistle's head and he picked it up, scrambled a little bit, threw it to lock it, you latch up. In zone defense, that becomes man-to-man now. You latch up because now right. everybody, the zone is busted. Right. 
you latch up man to man, he would have had no one to, nowhere to throw. They would have got the, in that drive on that drive. They would have had they would have not got that seven points, that six or seven points. And Minnesota had clock. You know, even though Peterson uh, fumble, even though they couldn't get the third and one, they it was fourth and one. They decided to kick the field goal to win the game, which makes sense. That's that's football move, but. You have to not make those mistakes if you're the Carolina Panthers on defense. You can't give up big plays. Not in this game, not in this time of the year. Doug, what's your take on Carolina winning this game? Yeah, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. Seattle is always going to be tough. But just like I you know, talked about in New England, they're still, they're still a beatable team. But Carolina has to come out. I think Cam Newton has to be – he's got to be very smart this game. He can't make mistakes. You know, don't try to force the stuff into it. He's got the legs he can move if need be. And then just defense. Just play your defense. You know, don't get over cocky. Don't get try to do too much. Just play your game. And, I, and Carolina can come out with a win on this. At home. Mm-hmm. You got you got to think about Denver. You got to think about the travel. I think about it. I, trust me, I know. I See, think I about it. They have the but worst traveling a, schedule in the NFL. True, but they're a veteran team. They've been here before. They've been to Carolina. It, once you get into that city, like you say, the traveling it, it sucks. You don't get to go home to your normal bed. But once you get to that city, once it's game time, Seattle has a maturity that's to a whole nother level. See, here's the deal. When it comes game day, they just literally, you know what? We're here now. We 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 done played in negative degree weather. Well, I believe we that. got a lot of momentum. You going show up into to the office. Show up to work. We got supposedly Marshawn Lynch is ready to play. This he's weekend. ready to play. He's been practice. He practiced um, Thursday. So you got Marshawn Lynch coming to town with you. That's a fresh body. We'll that makes that makes Russell Wilson feel so much better. We'll see how that. In order for is. Carolina, true. In order for Carolina to win this game, I, I think their defense is going to play phenomenal. They're going to play lights out. They always do against Seattle. I'm gonna test that. They stomach always out. play. Great against Seattle, they do in handling. They Russell almost Wilson. beat them at home. Even in last season's playoff, last year playoffs, they had Seattle defensively right. shook. Yep, it was just a play of Cam Newton, the turnovers. But well, it's a different Cam Newton now. It is. So the biggest take on this one, I'm gonna say on my end of it, you got to play all four quarters, Cam, offensive. You're gonna make big plays, but you got to bounce back if there's a turnover. Because Seattle, they will kill you if you keep lingering on and keep going with these three and outs. Just play, just play the game. Play all four quarters. Do what you've been doing all season. Even though all season, you know they'll they'll stop playing. They'll pull Cam in the third quarter, third fourth quarter. You know they taking pictures on the sideline. Oh, oh no, they can't do that. This get, is not one of those. Yeah, games. get your motor going. Get get your you know. This is this is a team that's been beating you, keeping you out of that Super Bowl. Uh, playoff contention the last couple of years. This is the game you want. You get them in your house. Play all four quarters because the, the defense is going to do that. It's all about that offense. Here's what I'm not going to do if I'm the Carolina Panthers. I am not playing any ghosts. I'm playing the team that show up in, in Carolina this year. The, the team that that was, what were they, three and five at one point. Um, uh, and, but they found a way because of their veteran leadership that we mentioned. They found a way to bounce back and come win. They didn't bounce back until their uh, tight end free agent, their free agent tight end got hurt. Right. And it changed the, com- the whole thing, complexity of the offense. They got their culture back. And they got their culture back, run the football, get this guy out of our way. Mm-hmm. You can't block. You're messing up our no, running game. I want to point something out, though. On the next segment. Yeah, you mentioned you can pull it down on the next segment. Kwamala Sports Talk, Dougie B is on the line. Dermot Lachey in the studio. We'll be right back. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This is Jerome Buda Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lassa's Sports Talk with Damarie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. I'm the man with the that can rock the crowd. Welcome back. Kwame Lassa's Sports Talk. I used to think I was LL. Well, people used to think I was LL. Let me let me rephrase that. People used to think I was LL, and you ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, here's what I did. I, 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 I ran with the. Um, you started uh, licking your lips. Yeah, I always lick my lips. The ladies <laughs> love to lick. Um, no, I um, I ran with the um, new edition. Oh really? Yeah. yeah you got you to like, cool it you now. Like, you look like from Bobby to to Michael, like. <laughs> Blend them together, you get a call. You say Bobby? <laughs> you say Bobby? Bobby Brown? Bobby to Michael. That's my prerogative. Bobby Brown. Welcome to the show. This is the last segment. We're going to get it in. We have, uh, do we have Cherie on the line? Yeah. Cherie, what is going on? What are you going to do? First of all, let's clear this up. Thanks for calling in, last segment. Uh, what are you going to do for the Super Bowl? You cannot be stuck in no man's land during the Super Bowl. I know. I know, Kwame. I, you know. It's not about. It's not about that. It's just about. Yeah, I mean, you already know. I'm in no man's land. Okay. Nobody here. Nothing. So I figured I'm gonna go ahead and just get my flight today. Just go ahead and buy my flight and just wing it when I get out there. <laughs> well, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Let me see what's what then. <laughs> you guys are laughing at that. That's not funny. No, that's you really are not funny. <laughs> We were, uh, we were. Uh, well, let me know what you're gonna do, cause uh, it is. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably, I'll probably be in and out of that thing though. Come back to Arizona during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, by absolutely. that time, well, I need to know, watch. I'm, I'm really pulling for your boys. I really am. I've, I've broken down all my analysis. I was up last night until about, at least till about one, knowing that I had a long day today, just looking at more film, and I've come to some pretty. Um, Pretty tough conclusions on some things. So, about the win or about the film you was watching? Because I know you got to do some uh, fine stuff. No, about the about the wins. Okay. Um, I'm pretty confident in my picks. I'm I'm pretty sure I've got all my notes that you know I'm. I I'm think um these picks. I, I'm um, I'm kind of I'm kind of in fifty fifty right now, and because 
I'm trying to figure out, decide if I'm going to stay there and watch the Cardinals play or I'm going to come back and watch them play. Um, so I well, don't know. See, that's my thing, too. Like, I, you know, I want to be out of there before Sunday. Right, because that's, be oh, my Sunday. goodness, airport, traffic, mm-hmm. flights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just don't get to enjoy the game as if you were actually out of there and yeah. with some people enjoying the game on Sunday. Right, so, so. You know, normally when I go to the Super Bowl, I get back, I get back uh, that morning so I can watch the game post up. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. sit in front of your own TV. But the Cardinals going to be in the game, so <sighs> I'm in a bind right there. Well, I, I really need them to pull this out for me. I mean, really. I hope you've gone into the locker room and had your, you know, Kwame Lasseter pep talk. Oh, no, no, no. Last time, no, 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 no. Last time I did that, Cherie, no, no, no. went 0-12. Last, last, <laughs> last time he did that, don't do that. Last time they went over forever. We still waiting on the win. Well, that was no Kansas. No way. Yes. Yes. Last time he gave a speech to any football team that I know that's, of. Oh, that's not any football team because I'm a great motivation speaker. That's what I do know. No, I was going to say, Kwame is an awesome motivator. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really. Wait a minute, Sheree. Let's go back what? to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> takes a speech to Kansas. You you go. You went to Lawrence, right? Well, let me tell you, it didn't what come to you. I didn't. Um, I didn't speak by myself. See, if I spoke by myself, <laughs> I had Gilbert Brown, Cal Moore, Dana Stubberfield speaking with me. You so did not just throw Gilbert Brown message, under the bus like that. I showed up, man. <laughs> no, Gilbert had a. You know, all those guys I just mentioned, they had a very passionate speech. I was motivated to play. I'm like, so when it was my turn, you know, they say the best for last. So when it was my turn. Oh, it, you're making it even better. Yeah, when it was my turn, I was like, man, I'm, if you guys are not ready to play now, then I got them did what I had to do, say what I had to say, and they went out there and lost. So you was the last so, voice they heard. No. So they, they pumped no, it up. Their coach was the last voice Gilbert and them boys pumped it up, and they left it they for you. pumped up. And then you get, went and did your thing, and then. I, they should have been running through walls. Oh, Oh, they ran. <laughs> they they hit some walls. walls. They hit walls. Out there. They hit twelve walls. Some jackrabbits. But huh? don't worry about it. K- Kansas Jayhawks. They they well, they I'll bounce back. What, don't don't go and uh, take whatever Chandler Jones took and run through the wall. Okay? <laughs> yeah, <don't> do that. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little bit of time left in this segment. Dougie B, you still on the line? I'm still here, man. Oh, uh-huh. you just listen. Sheree, that's Doug. He, uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you fine. We okay, you perfect. Fine. All right, we 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 done talked about. Tomorrow's playoffs. We talked about what it's going to take for Kansas City Chiefs to beat the New England Patriots. We talked about what it's going to take for the Carolina Panthers to beat the um, Demery Seattle Seahawks that he's so drooling over. Um, also, great team, huh? Great team. Go ahead. We talked about what Pittsburgh. I, I have to admit with him on that, Kwame. I, I I'm picking Seattle. Oh. I have to admit that. Sheree, where I you am. from? Where you from? Not Arizona. <laughs> I know. Where's she from? I asked her where's she from. No. she asked her where's she from? I um actually Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte's home for me. Right. Oh, okay. wow. like this is like an Arizona this is like somebody wow. from Arizona not rooting for the Cardinals. How can you do no, that? No, but, wow. but hey, let me you guys gotta now call me. I know you gotta do a professional pick. I know you had no, to professionally pick this through, team. Through this game. <laughs> so you you know that I'm not looking at this from a perspective of home base. I'm not a Panthers fan. I've never been a Panthers fan. I'm looking at this from the perspective of wow. the Panthers are not mature enough to go to that next level. Why you say that? Because of the forty. Wait a minute. Why you say that? Was it this? I can when I when you said that I heard this in my head. They're not mature enough because what they let the New York Giants do, but they end up winning that game. You don't let a team come back and, and beat you like that. 
You agree and, with that? And you also go back yep. to when I was at that Monday night game on November the 2nd against the Indianapolis Colts. They let this team come back down from 21 points right. and could have beat them in overtime. Should have beat them. Now, the reason why I say they're not mature enough is because when you look at how many times the Seahawks and the Panthers have matched up um, against each other in the past, what, three and four, three or four years maybe? Yep. Um, even in the playoffs just a year ago, these two teams know each other well enough to kind of know each team's quarterback's you know, tendencies and just what he, he's able to do. We know Cam is able to make plays. We know Russell is able to make plays. But when I look at the other side of the ball, regardless of what the regular season media hype has been behind the Carolina Panthers, I trust Seattle's defense to be able to keep Cam and contain him enough because they understand, too, he doesn't have anyone but Greg Olson that he can rely on, okay? You rely on is the right word, too. Stable enough and make him not run all over the field and keep him in that pocket, I think they're going to hold him at least about 17 to 21 points. And That's I good. think Seattle can beat them at home. 21-17? Seattle's defense to be able to do that. 21-17? I think they'll hold them to about 17 to 21 points. Oh, I agree with that 100%. I don't know if you're going to be able to run on the Seattle's defense. That front four, that front seven, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to be able to run on those guys. No, you're Absolutely. Not. And, I mean, you know, let's just be real here. Who trusts, who trusts uh, Funches to catch a ball? Who trusts Tag no one trusts Tag to catch a ball? I mean, let's just be real. So, again, Greg Olson is his only, only for sure downfield weapon that he really utilizes as a wide receiver, guys. I look at the way Bobby Wagner and um, Irvin and those guys, I mean, you know, Seattle's linebackers are good at what they do. They can kind of disguise a lot of, um, even even some of the 3-4 hybrid. They're, they're so good at what they do. I trust them to be able to keep Cam contained enough that's going to make him rely on other guys to make plays and not just him doing it. Well, here, here's what I got. Demery got and things like that. Demery has Seattle. I got Carolina. Go ahead, Doug. Go ahead, Doug. I was say, it, it depends on which Ted Ginn shows up. Well, I don't care which one show up. He's still sorry. He just fires. No, and I understand yeah, that, but I, he's I been showing a little bit more that. as a catch. I, I wouldn't even pick him on my pickup team at the YMCA. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. Sharice, stop. <laughs> You I've never heard somebody throw their team under the bus. Their hometown team. I've never you don't heard go to one disrespectful. You don't go to LA Fitness? Team. I mean, you understand. <laughs> I come from a family that, you know, we, we go back. If, if you're 23 and under, Man. you might be a Panthers fan. We got 30 seconds. If you're over, you're not a Panthers fan. Uh, Here's, okay. the line. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. That's the problem I, right all there. That, all that whole dissertation Sheree went through. My I got the Carolina Panthers. You still roll with Ted again. I'm still rolling with Ted again. A more mature. See, she said the team's not mature because I agree, and we only got no, like we only got not. about thirty seconds. So um, I, I'm going with a more, I'm going with a more determined Cam Newton because uh, and the defense. Right. I'm going with the defense of the Carolina Panthers and a more determined Cam Newton. I've seen him. I I didn't like Cam because I thought he played too much. Now I've seen him cut some of that stuff down. He want to be the quarterback. He want to be that guy. Unfortunately, it's Friday. We out of time. Oh. Cherie. I appreciate the call. <laughs> Dougie no B on the problem. line. You're welcome. Uh, Demery, Lachey, 
It's Friday. That's it's a Friday. Is it Fireball Friday or just effing Friday? It's effing Friday. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all of the above. Okay. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> you guys have a great weekend. You too. Appreciate you too. it. Let me know what the plans are for Super Bowl. Kwamla Sports Talk. We okay. out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>